Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that are going to allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over 50 million pounds worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very, very special episode of Business Growth Secrets. I'm joined today, and I'm really excited. I think this is going to be a super fun podcast with the Style Sisters, who have been a social media phenomenon, building their Instagram, going on to secure A-list stars, people like Rio Ferdinand, getting them to organize his home, Rita Ora, Amanda Holden, Stacey Solomon, and more. They've gone on to write their own book, which we're going to mention today, which uh, sounds awesome, as well as helping many, many, many people to organize their homes and create amazing results and clarity in their lives. So welcome, both of you. Really excited for today. How are you both doing? You good? Good. Hello. Thanks for having us. This is exciting. We love doing podcasts. I'm really, really excited to have you both on. I think, you know, reading and understanding more about your story can be really, really, really inspiring and really want to talk to you about this amazing business that you've created, the Style Sisters. I understand you're not actually sisters, are you? You're best friends. Is that correct? That's right. I think people think, oh my God, we fooled them, but we're not really. (laughs) We always say sisters in style. To be fair, do finish each other's sentence. We're like a married couple. We talk uh-huh. with our eyes. Telepathic. <laughs> Perfect. And, you know, I think that you've gone and created this amazing business and from scratch that's uh, dealt with some super people, really inspired lots and lots of people as well and built this huge social media following. But where did this all start from? You know, what was this an idea that came up between the both of you? You know, how did you get started on this journey? And really from the beginning, because there's a lot of people that listen to podcasts that start out businesses, businesses that, you know, are really inspired to get going. I think it's really inspiring your story. So where did we actually get started from? And how did this um, idea come to fruition? Right, let's take it back. So me and Gemma <laughs> were both young mums. We both fell pregnant at 21. We met at high school, actually, It's in sixth form. So we were friends, but we weren't close, close friends, but we admired each other's style, didn't yes. we? I always remember my first ever memory of Charlotte is her walking through the school halls with this white and black coat on and me thinking, oh, she looks nice. And that's a style sister colours now, that isn't it? That is style sister colours. <laughs> so it was just kind of, we'd always admired each other, like Charlotte said, from not afar, but we wasn't massively close. We were more Facebook friends. And then when we fell pregnant, because we were the first of our friendship groups to be pregnant because we were so young, we kind of bonded over that. We were going through the same thing as each other. And it kind of just slowly went from there. And Charlotte was always interior design. I was always fashion. And we'd kind of egg each other on and push each other on and sort of be each other's fangirls um, in each of our respective careers. So Gemma had previously a boutique, a really successful shop in our local town. And I was doing interior design, working for different showrooms and studios. But we kind of was frustrated. We just wanted to, we knew there was more to us. Yeah, I'd sold my business. And for the first time, probably ever, I was not doing very much. I was doing a bit of freelance styling, but 
I was massively creatively frustrated. I didn't really have any money to invest into a business. Charlotte was feeling the same. And I was doing a little bit of wardrobe organization prior to Charlotte and I joining forces, but it never really occurred to me that this could be a business, especially not as big as it is now. And it was over dinner that we were like, why don't we join forces and kind of create this? Do you remember Trini and Susanna? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of going in. a new version. (laughs) Going in and doing it for the home. So it's kind of detoxing and organizing your wardrobe, detoxing and organizing the home, styling it, offering interior design. We're such people pleasers and anywhere, even from growing up for like growing up as a kid, like for my birthday present every year, I would want to redecorate my room. That was my thing. I just loved going to all the DIY shops at the weekends. I was just obsessed with interiors and design. And I think, and then we'd always be rearranging our friends' bedrooms, tidying up. It was just, I think, naturally in us. I never thought age. that there was somebody else as strange as me that would do that. Like I would go to my <laughs> friends' houses and I physically couldn't leave until their room was tidy. And I'm always late because I can't. I have to invite you over my house. <laughs> <laughs> we honestly, we go over and beyond every house we go to. We're like, do you want us to do that room? And like, yeah. okay. We're the same type of weird, basically. And it was, we knew that we were both very aligned, but we didn't realize how aligned and just the same type of person that we are until we started business. And we literally set up the Instagram account that afternoon. And within a few hours, we'd already had our first client and it just so happened to be a celebrity. And honestly, we've both tried businesses before, both been proper grafters, but I just think sometimes the stars align and things are just meant to go your way. Obviously, we've worked incredibly hard, but I think it just was the right thing at the right time. We tapped into a market that really, when we would tell people, oh, we're going to do a wardrobe organising business, they would laugh at us and go, what, people are going (laughs) to pay you to go to their home and tidy their room? We're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, good luck. And we're like, yeah, you watch, you watch. (laughs) And then, then, honestly, we started a movement there was like we were inspiring people women would message us going you've made me leave my job and start a career doing this I didn't think it was a job and now now I know it is and that's such a good feeling we've been able to help people get the confidence to do that for them and their lives I think think it's awesome that you you found something you're really good at really passionate at and 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 something that you really believed in and of course that's going to you know transfer to lots of other people out there so you go out you get your first client yeah. and did you get your first client like literally straight away you how yeah. did you get the first client what's the did you do some instagram posts what did you do what did that look like um, the instagram was very 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 basic um and obviously it only just been set up so there was nothing on it really other than we can help you detox and organize your wardrobe kind of one post and a friend of ours had obviously seen that we'd set this account up and she was following the celebrity that we ended up doing we wasn't to be honest she was a Love Islander I neither of us had ever watched Love Island we had no clue who she was but she'd put out a post or a story on Instagram I mean we're going back five years now saying is God my wardrobe's driving me crazy it's such a mess wish somebody could come and help or something along those lines and somebody and our friends sent us the story and we were like oh so like we'll reach out and say we are, we've got a business doing this it was just the timing was just yeah. you couldn't have made it up it just the fact that nobody had ever really put a shout out for people to help them with their wardrobes before ever or not that we'd witnessed yeah um, and we've just set this business up doing just that it just it was just like and we offered our services she 
to come up and the rest as they and say then, history and then in every house we would go to they would be on the phone going you've got to get these girls in and it just they started this like like crazy movement thing. and yeah next thing we've got like daily mail doing articles on us inside Amanda Holden's wardrobe Amanda Holden's leaving our her key for us just to go into a house like the trust it just we were like are these people really like they trust us so much I think that is a testament to us as people because we'd never ever want it's it's a very personal thing people coming into your home and going through your cupboards and especially showing you we'd never want anyone to see a messy wardrobe or a messy room for feel like we make people feel comfortable because we're very very aware that it's quite a personal very friendly I mean as I come on today you're very very friendly very quickly you feel like you know you both which is is thank you thank you so sometimes we think because it's like two of us it could feel a bit threatening to someone on their own in their home but honestly we are like counsellors and therapists and we love (laughs) that we go through like laughing things talking crying it's an emotional it is an emotional it is if you're delving through things that you know your personal emotions it sparks emotion and memories and and we just love it. I think we're obviously both being in jobs. I was obviously had the shop. Charlotte has done the interior design and stuff. You're dealing with people all the time. So I think you get very accustomed to people's personalities and yeah. how to deal what with different Really interesting is the fact that you got sent the the post, right? Now, this is the thing. Obviously, I've trained a lot of business owners, worked with a lot, a lot of people, been doing it since 2016, worked with thousands of people. A lot of people wouldn't have reached out. Just so you know, a lot of people would have gone, oh, yeah, but they're too big. I, I, I can't. We, and we just started. You come up with all these excuses yeah. in your mind about why you can't go and have that conversation. Yeah. Why did you just reach out? What allowed you to sort of break through? Did you have any thoughts like that? Or were you just like, ah, let's just go for it? I would be. I remember ringing Gemma. I was in my local nail shop having my nails done and Rochelle Humes was in there. And she lived locally to us. And I was like, I'm just going to go up to her. And Jim's like, oh, my God, are you going to do it? I'm going to do it. And I was like, I haven't got a business card on me. Then I found one at the bottom of my bag. And I was like, sod it. She can only say no. So I went up to her and she was so lovely. She took the card. We didn't hear anything for about three months. And then she contacted us. And honestly, since then, we're probably around there once or twice every few months aren't we're, we yeah we're there they're lot. like one of our regular clients we built such a relationship with them and their family and all because and you think to yourself if I didn't take that opportunity then maybe that wouldn't have happened you, I think you just got to t- grab things by the balls almost haven't you and just go with it yeah. I think as well like when because we come in we, as we when we started doing Rochelle's if we hadn't taken that opportunity she then asked us to style her first ever My Little Coco shoot which because we got onto that conversation with her, we'd obviously done a good job in our home previously. Um, and we told her that Charlotte done interior design. I was the stylist and we'd do shoots and stuff like that. It was through that organic conversation that she then thought of us for styling her first baby shoot, which is just wild when you think obviously the means that she's got at her disposal. Mm-hmm. And she's asked little old us to style her first ever shoot. It's such a testament to us as people but we don't believe we're that it's so weird because as much as we've really pushed through and really really worked really hard we're still a little bit in denial is it worthy of this is it imposter syndrome I think (laughs) well 
Yeah, but I don't necessarily think that you guys, from what I'm hearing, suffer from that. But of course, you can. Yeah, imposter syndrome is when you you feel like you know, am I, am I worthy of this? Is this really going to be? You know, do we deserve this? What's happening? Can I actually do this? And starting to doubt your ability to pull off what it is you're doing. But you know, what I, I find really interesting is how many people. Because I think it's also interesting to hear about the people that you went and spoke to that said no. Have many people that you've gone and approached and talked to turned you down, not gone and done business with you? Have you found that as well? Have you had people that you've gone after that's just not? We gave our car to a Spice Girl once. <laughs> we, we met her at an event and she was DJing and we gave her a card with a bit of Sharpie pen written on it, like, call me. <laughs> but then we, we ended up doing another Spice Girls and then a wardrobe, which was just organic. That came from yeah. another client. So I think, to be honest, in the very, very beginning, we sod it what have we got to lose so after that first ever client we just kind of went hard and messaged everybody and just said this is a service that we offer because how are they going to know that it exists if we don't tell them kind of thing so we just literally messaged every single person that we could think of or whose wardrobe that we would have loved to do so we messaged everyone and some people got back some people didn't but it was just that was kind of if even if one person got back we would have been happy And, and a couple did and then obviously we did those people, they shouted about it, they did Instagram post about it. And the people that didn't get back, months down the line did. So we've never really yeah. no. And, and then we didn't reach out to anyone after that because it was just kind of that everyone I'd came say, to us. Adam, the only doors that we kind of keep knocking at over the last five years is the amount of TV production companies that have been on on the phone to us and the meetings we've had. And we get so close to it being commissioned and then something else comes over. I or think it just doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, I think something... that for us is probably the most kind the closed of... door. Yeah, that's a closed door. And we're like, it will open one day when the timing is right, I think. If it's yeah, meant to be, yeah. Maybe the business yeah, and... go that way. We do stuff on this, morning, but not our own stuff. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, what the reason that I mentioned it is because fundamentally, if you want to grow a business, it's about speaking to more people, right? And you went out and spoke to people, and you did a good job. So you've done the the basic parts of business really well. Go out, speak to lots of people. When you get them, do a great job. They'll stay with you. And it seems like you've done that really, really, really well. And, and that has then start, started to really blow up for you. And you you built your, let's talk a little bit about your social media. Yeah. Um, you've obviously used Instagram really well. You've got a great following there. You know, you, you've built that up and you've got a big engagement. What, what's that been like for you? I've, I've, I've watched a lot of it, actually. I think you do really great creatives. Thank Tell you. me a little bit about, you know, who's who's the wizard out of the two of you? It seems like you both, I know you both got different skills. Are you both good at that? Did you both consciously say, hey, look, we're going to use social media? What was the plan behind the social stuff? Social media was, at the time, a way to get you out there on the internet. And what we do is very, very visual. It's great to show a good before and after. It's it, definitely moved on, though, since five years ago. Like, we do a nice picture post and that would get so many likes whereas now it's about being a videographer a creator a real maker it is just and everyone now is on tiktok and they want to be constantly entertained and it takes a lot of time and effort to create these videos and i think you almost your business you end up almost having to spend a day or two just to create content it's Mm. changed a lot yeah it has changed hugely just from when we started out it was all about just showing a really good before and after the messier the better and then 
the tidier the better and then we never really used to be on stories but I think stories became a thing so then we started getting on the stories and that's probably really where our business came to life and sometimes we would just be on there traveling to a client's home doing questions and answers with people and I think the our followers enjoyed the engagement they were having with us they were watching Gemma sing in the car we enjoy it as well loved being good singer Gemma so no. good, honestly. <laughs> oh, no, oh, God. my ears bleed. <laughs> no, I am actually terrible. I didn't realise I was quite as bad as I was until I listened to it. I was like, wow. But, well, yeah, we just loved them. We kind of, you'd fall in love with doing the social media and you'd be in the client's home, you'd just be taking them through the day. Then we did a job locally to us and it was a 10-day project and we gained 20,000 followers in five days. It was just mental we had people from the minute we woke up when are you back there we want to see what really? you're doing yeah. Was, yeah I mean it was a really really messy before and after and it was through no fault of our own blessing they just moved into their house too quickly and it was just too soon it was overwhelming stuff was getting shuffled from one room to the other they're two young kids busy lives but that's just rough top. we were just thinking we then then we kind of opened our eyes to we don't need a celebrity or the person to help us grow we grew that ourselves and yeah. massively and I think that was a real kind of nice feeling for us actually we did this organically via just what we're doing and who we are so it, that opened our eyes yeah massive. I think in the beginning it was all about if a celebrity did a shout out about us our Instagram account would grow and that yeah. was kind of where we'd set our sights on we had obviously clients in between that as well but the celebrity clients was our means of advertisement so it was kind yeah. of they shout about us that's how we grow as a business there was that pivotal moment, as Charlotte mentioned, that actually we can grow this business without that method. Yeah, well, the, well the, you, you both and the product became the, the thing that got the attention, right? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. One of the things that I wanted to mention, again, just because I know I know the audience listening, I know that we've got lots of different business owners at lots of different stages, and they'll be very inspired, I would hope, by, by everything that you're saying. But what typically happens with people is they go, oh, yeah, that sounds great. I could do that. And they go, but I don't want to be on video or I don't want to go and put myself out there. Did you ever have any of those thoughts where you didn't want to put yourself out there? You didn't want to get on video or was it, e- was it easier because it was two, two great friends having fun? Do you think, what, what do you think? I think it's nice. Like when we do events or speaking, there's some days where one of us might not be on top, top form, but the other one will help the other one. And we do live TV, for I instance, think, we pick each other up. Yeah, don't and we? for us on the social, like getting on the camera and talking, it, was a, it was fun because it was two of us. It's not so much solo. It's not so much all the pressures on you. I would say more so now because we've had a bit of a break from we're doing the story. Now we're camera shy, which is mental because now we should be in our peak. But actually, we're a bit more. I think as because the account's grown so quickly, um, you just get you're aware that there's more eyes on you you don't want to do anything wrong and as this is growing yeah the business now is becoming more of a brand and we've got our products out and we've got licensing deals you know I think we you feel a little bit more like we've got to be a bit, a bit more, more responsible whereas yeah. we were being but then actually we've had licensing meetings and the guys at Tesco's for example just as an example not actual Tesco's mm-hmm. would be like oh my god did you see the girls stories last night they were so funny and that was us being silly so actually what we're scared to be is it's what, what people like. love but going back a little bit to what you were saying about networking that doesn't come natural to me I am so shot I'm really really confident when it comes to talking about what I do as a business and I could talk to whoever wouldn't couldn't care who you are if it's about the business but 
promoting myself or going up to someone like Charlotte can that is her real strength because that is just not mine at all so doing it behind a screen and reaching out to people on Instagram I was happy doing that because it wasn't personal yeah absolutely well, it's, it's really really good to see the the skills combining and mm. and it's really interesting that you said about hey you know the thing that got you really popular you almost like buying away from doing it but it's probably exactly what you should do to keep that you know that's what people <laughs> want to see right is they want to see the the personalities and that's what people buy into is you know reality tv now is the you know the cheapest to produce and the most consumed form of media yeah. right yeah. it's what people want to see people right no so, exactly so, yeah which is which is really cool so you built this instagram following it's like two hundred eighty thousand people you've got these celebs going on the business has grown what's it been like growing the business have you found challenges have you found that things have been difficult what are the, some some of the things that you've learned along the way for some of the people that are listening, you know, what are the things that have been challenged you a little bit that you've had to learn and you've had to grow in? I think when we first started, obviously, we're both very, very, very passionate about what we do. I mean, we wouldn't do it if we didn't. Like, We absolutely love it. And for us, it isn't about the money. And it's really important to stress that because, yes, we need to make money. We need to live. But Charlotte and I are very, very good at not doing something if we don't enjoy it. If there was a client that we felt that just wasn't a right fit for us or if we didn't quite like or a, a brand, brand deal, like, or a, like a social media brand deal that we wouldn't actually use that product. We won't do no. it. It doesn't matter how much money it is. We just wouldn't do it because for us, enjoying what we do and being authentic is at the core of what we have created. And we would never want to deter from that. And I think before... The challenges that we've had is when we hit our absolute peak, when people were just obsessed with this business that we'd created, we then went into lockdown and COVID. And for us, being a duo, being on our Instagram was always very much together. So it was very hard to do things separately or create that content that people were used to seeing because we just weren't together anymore. That energy that we give off, we couldn't create. So that really presented a challenge. And then that time away, in that time away, we've got licensing deals, um, a book wrote deal, the book, wrote yeah. the book. So mm. not only had a break, there had there been a break, and in that break, everybody became uh, an interior designer or a home organizer and set up their own accounts. Our business had completely changed in that break away that we all had. And I think for us, the challenge that we've had is still being the reason why people come to us and being interested in the business that we've created but the dynamics completely changed now so I think we struggle sometimes because we're not in clients houses every day because of how our business has grown in delivering what it was that people loved about us in the beginning to people when we physically can't be doing that anymore so you either stay doing that and stay just in clients houses which is quite limiting or in order to get where we, I mean, we always said we wanted a lifestyle yeah. brand, didn't we? When we sat down and started Style Sisters, we literally had Style Sisters in the middle and we had all these umbrellas coming off and we're like, we're going to do this for this range for houses, this range for like sleepy wear, like pyjamas, this range, this range, candles, like you name it. We had all these little like, avenues we were going to go down to be a lifestyle brand. And I think the organising got us our way in and that's what we are passionate about. However, it needed to grow, like we were watering it and it was just growing and growing. But I think it's a transition. Yeah. And I think that's the challenge that we've had within our business is transitioning into still being that authentic brand that we created and that our authentic selves but it's getting bigger than us now and I think 
because it's such a personal thing we've created people are used to our faces and we've kept it just <laughs> us two like we haven't got a big team we're the ones answering the instagrams we're the ones answering the emails because of our clientele mm. it's just us and yeah. then and we're still mums we I was building a house for the last two years which has been so stressful like we've got family stuff going on you know we've got lives as well as well as the business and the business took so much of our lives up like the last five years has flown hasn't it really yeah. like we think whoa so sharp we would we would literally go hard we'd be on the phone to each other for the minute we woke up with ideas we'd then be at clients houses together then we'd go home messaging each other till late at night we were all consumed but that isn't healthy and I think the challenges we find is creating balance between work life and home life because you feel like because so I many people are doing not it. a little bit didn't we yeah the co- no. like the break from lockdown was a needed. huge break that we needed and it was nice and it gave us a, a sense of like oh, we can now go hard again but I think as with any business you get competition there's other people doing what we do there's people that are solely doing the organizing so they can create the content because that is yeah. all the business is whereas we're so much more than that now and it's hard to fit. Every, it's just hard to fit everything in, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people can, you know, 100% resonate with that. But you have gone down those different angles of building those verticals out. I know you said to me earlier, you you managed to get that candle range done and you've got yeah. that going to Audi. Right? I, I think you mentioned to me earlier, yeah. which is really cool. You've gone and got the book done. Talk to us a little bit about the book. What was it like writing a book? How's that helped you? How did you find it? Did you do it together? What was your process? Yeah, so yeah. Gemma, was, we went on holiday and Gemma was like, we'll knock this out in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so the, we'll sit around the pool and we'll knock this book out I was like Gemma I don't think we will I loved English at school like I must say it was probably one, <laughs> one things I excelled in and I am an essay writer you won't just get one message from me it'll be like an essay so I thought oh, it would just flow it would just come out but actually because what we do is so visual trying yeah. Put it into it's a video so, of me and Jim in Greece. We our, our partners are taking the kids there. We're like, oh, we're just gonna have a night in and get a few chapters done. We honestly wrote about a paragraph, a paragraph on a bio about us, and we, we were struggling. We're like, what is how do we write what we do into words? And then once it clicked, we was okay. We got a flow. And I think what we did as well, we sent it to the publishers. We got bits of A4 paper and made a fake book and just did the chapters and visually had it in a visual piece. people. I think it was <laughs> It was on a laptop and I was like, I can't see it on a laptop. I need to see it in a physical book state. So we were, we were just writing bits in a book and then then it kind of started yeah, happening. And it flowed. It was yeah. Just, because it's like, how do you explain to someone how to fold something without a picture? <laughs> yeah. It was really, really hard. And I think in a simple how, way, because I don't think I can fold anything. So, right? no. <laughs> then we got an illustrator on board and that yeah. was, again, you're trying to... But even to with them. that, it's limiting because it, it's mad. This is one thing Charlotte and I didn't realise going into business, that if we was to do something exactly how we wanted, the money involved with certain things, and even though you get this book deal and it's amazing and so grateful, then we weren't allowed pictures or colourful pictures. But immediately we're like, how do we display what we do without pictures? But because we were a relatively new brand, it's the risk. risk. So no one's going to let you do anything too wild I mean maybe the next book if the first one had sold really well would do something more colorful so it's you and, and the same with the licensing you're limited you're limited in the beginning to what you want to and I think as two creative people that is a challenge that we have come up against 
we're quite strong. We're like, no, we, we didn't realize we could the value in saying no. Like we were always too scared to say no. In like case that opportunity went away. Yeah, or we was upsetting people or our manager had to damage control or something. You know, like we were always worried, like, oh no, we can't say no, we can't say no, just say yes. But then saying yes is then later down the line led us into problems because we've then got something that we might not necessarily wanted. But if we just said no at the beginning, we could have dissolved yeah. that. We're always learning. Yeah. We're always learning. Yeah, you've definitely kept kept that open mindset. There's no doubt, which is, which is awesome. And, you know, like, where, where are we going now? What's the kind of next things for you? And actually, before I even go there, I wanted to ask a, a, a question about what it is that you do, because you obviously gained this mass attention and you, you went out, you got great people on. What do you think is the is a secret source for you in terms of the organizing? What is it that you're really great at when it comes to that? Because obviously your product is great. Because like you said, you've got great people on board, you get the referrals, you get the recommendations, you grow. What do you think about your styling that is really special and unique? We cater to the client's needs and we really look at their lifestyle, the way they live their day-to-day life. And we make a, we make a solution that's going to work for them and their lifestyle. We are huge perfectionists, like massive perfectionists. There won't be one thing that hasn't been thought of. If we can assess a space and if they've got, say for instance they get sent lots of stuff and that is a common problem there is no point us avoiding that problem and tidying up everything putting it away but then next week the problem that they had in the first place was having nowhere to put these parcels that that's coming back so we haven't done our job properly so how do we create a feeling for this client that's actually going to change their life we create a, a destination for these parcels for this influx of things so that there's some form of organization so I think we go past just tidying up the cupboard and we go back in like six months time and that solution we've given them is working for them still yeah. we create a and system focus on solving the problem right yeah, yeah. right but, so for instance paperwork building up on the kitchen side there's no point us moving that paperwork from that kitchen side where that paperwork lives nine times out of ten to somewhere a solution to the we always say your home should suit you You're you shouldn't have to suit your home so let's create a system around your daily habits to elevate your life to make your life so much easier rather than, so that in a week's time or a two weeks time you're thinking oh that's that's a little that's nice having and somewhere think, to put yeah. that so it's that feeling and I think because we're so passionate about that genuinely like we want to, you to well, feel amazing homes and they've had these amazing interior designers complete their homes for them and there's nowhere to hang the loo roll nowhere to put a towel and we're like and ask the person right so then yeah, we well, look past yeah, yeah, we look past it. We're like, right, you're going to get up, you're going to shower, we're going to go to the toilet. Like, we'll look at every step of your journey and if, is that going to work for you and yeah. make it look aesthetically pleasing. But to the best of its ability, I think a lot of things you see on Pinterest and on Instagram is it's it cannot be real sometimes. Yeah. Whereas we've always been very real. What you see on the Instagram is what is real life. Uh, because we would, I would hate if we created this. I mean, there's been times when something's looked beautiful halfway through and we're like, oh, this is like, this looks so good. We could have taken a picture at that point, put that on the Instagram, had a really aesthetic. Um, Four pieces on the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, looking amazing. But actually, that's not realistic. So that when we go to the next client's house, they're going to expect that. But that's not what we can deliver. So for us, it's always about being very realistic. It's honest. Honest. All of yeah. our posts, everything we do is honest and real and and what it is. What you see is what you get. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and what's next for you? You know, what where where are we sort of moving towards now? What do you see happening next for the business, the brand, growth? 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think well, for us. I will throw both of you at the same time. Now. <laughs> We've got well, the products like the first phase of our product line's gone into Next and Berry online at the moment. We're hosting, well, we're talking at a licensing awards this week. I think for us it'll be more growing us as the go-to for home organization, home styling needs and transitioning in a way where we're still very much a part of that, but where it doesn't necessarily require our faces so much and just grow, yeah, growing that side of the business up a little bit more. TV's always very yeah. on the cards, a podcast, just, yeah, just. Do you have your own podcast at the moment? No, not yet, but we are in talk. Yeah, about yeah, it. I think I think that you definitely yeah. be, definitely be good at that, right? You know, got, <laughs> we sit there, we think our clientele, the numbers we've got in our phone books, like we've got the guests sitting there, like you know, like we can have all these people coming on and talking about them and their businesses. And I think it's just finding, yeah, yeah the right route for us that's next. I think yeah. things come to us, and I think now we're kind. Do you know what? We're going to go get what we want as well as yeah. as well as it coming to us. So what, you know, to look, I think it's been amazing. I've loved talking to you. You know, you're both great fun and, and you've done really, really, really well to take a, an idea to being this, you know, well-known business with great social media following and, and really built that up in a great way. Along that journey through the ups, the downs, the challenges, the working hard, what kind of three things between the two of you would you say small business owners can focus on to drive their business more and grow their business? What would you, what kind of tips would you give from your experiences? I think being as authentic and as passionate as passionate, possible. Yeah, that's going to be my um, Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, it's very hard for other people to believe in it. Do you know what I mean? Especially when you're having those down days where things might be a bit slower, or a bit tougher. You need to truly believe in it because otherwise, you just the it, the momentum just won't be yeah. there. And, um, and people feed off of that. You can people you can see passion in people that are talking about their products or their business and they enjoy it. You can see that. Um, I think getting a balance, I mean, everyone always says work-life balance, like it is very important. We were, like we said earlier, at the beginning, we were just style sisters 24-7, which was good. But at the same time, I think we did fizzle out and burn out a bit because it was just, it was consuming too yeah. much. Um, I and think it, trusting that it's not going to go away if you have two minutes to yourself. Yeah. You don't have to completely take your eye off the ball, but you know it's what you're what you're you need to trust what you're creating will withstand you having a bit of a break if you're not mentally or physically at your best and you know how can your business then be you've got to get a kind of a, a balance in there yeah and last one what else have fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it it's easier, right it, you know and a lot of people don't they take it too seriously but if you enjoy it it makes it all yeah you know, you're gonna have that no every day like we, no to be fair we're quite happy-go-lucky people it, believe we? me we would not uh, still be here if we didn't enjoy what we did and if there wasn't laughs to go with it me and charlotte have had tears coming out of our eyes from laughter on so many occasions and that's what makes what we do so enjoyable i think it's so important that you enjoy what you do and i think yeah i mean it's been amazing being in a partnership i mean everyone's like do you row a lot do you like have the same ideas and we're very lucky that we very much got the same vision and everything we like is similar i think the only time we might get snappies if we're hungry <laughs> <laughs> oh we're tired but apart from that like that's it that's important like working yeah. with people that have got the same vision as you and the same outlook and and the work ethics 
Yeah, awesome. Look, I've loved having you on. It's been a lot of fun, as you just mentioned. Um, where can people go and pick up your book? And what will your book help them do? The uh, Tell them what your book is and where they can go and connect. Obviously, they can connect with you on Instagram. Yes. Uh, at Style Sisters, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the book? Just mention that for us before we... The book will help you live an organized and stylish life, as the tagline says, and it's broken down room by room. So you don't have to read the whole thing front to back to gain the knowledge um, from it. So you can just you're tackling the kitchen, for example, you can just go to the kitchen chapter and benefit from all the advice that's there. Um, And it just kind of helps you talk you through how to detox, things to consider, um we met a lady at the excel at the ideal home show the other week and she she had the book she wanted us to sign it and she had all little post-it notes and oh, little wow. and i was like we were like oh wow she's like i love it she's like my little bible of how to get organized and that for us we're like oh it's, hel- so it's, it's working. helping people yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic so they can get that on amazon presumably yeah amazon, yeah amazon and it's how to live an organized and stylish life yeah yeah. Look, um, you've been absolutely amazing. Thank you for coming on. I'm sure everyone's really enjoyed it. Just for everyone that's been listening today, if you haven't already and you've been enjoying today, please share this with someone. Maybe you know somebody that isn't super organized that could do with a little bit of help or somebody starting out a business that needs a bit more inspiration. Uh, go over and share this podcast with someone you feel that could help it. And if you have been enjoying, please go and leave us a five-star review. Thank you very much to the Soul Style Sisters. Thank you've been amazing. You I've really enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing you uh, again very, very soon. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, See ya. Hi, everybody. Adam here. And I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is, perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive academy days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.